Hello everyone and welcome to the Herb Code Community Podcast. Today I would like to welcome our guest Smita MV Man. She is an industry veteran in the Indian IT industry with over 25 years of experience in leadership roles. During her tenure at Wipro, she has led many delivery transformation projects and has coached and shaped many successful careers. In her recent role as learner success lead at NASCOM, she is helping in providing a roadmap for future skills for the industry. Hi ma'am, thanks for being here. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you Mansa. Would you like to elaborate on your work experience further? Yeah, so I started my I did my electronics and communication engineering. That itself was a I wanted to do literature. <laughs> and I I liked languages, but uh, somehow I landed in an engineering uh, college. I did electronics and communication, and then uh, uh, I was in hardware maintenance. I had uh, the first job was in hardware maintenance, and from there I moved on to uh, doing a doing a C course, and then landed on a job in uh, Wipro. So the initial days were in uh, embedded software. So probably I was part of a team which uh, built the first mobile apps, right in '96. in 96 so we had it was not mobile phones we used to have palm held devices so i i developed few programs like calculator calendar basic programs for those palm held devices it was in uh, embedded systems right you write code in c and then it translates to microcontroller code and from there i moved to enterprise side so i started doing java and j2e type of work and then later did the business integration type of work then moved on to become a program manager and uh, i have done um, pre sales work which is basically solutioning creating solutions for customer and then i did a very interesting role in creating an open source community in wipro so open source is a type of uh, software that is that's fueled by passion so it's not a company that is creating a software and then selling it for price it is someone like you and me who's interested in coding creating a piece of code and thinking that maybe a lot of people will benefit from it so how do i get more people like that in wipro that was my role so in that we also stumbled upon an idea of social learning right a lot of things that we do today let's say if you use duolingo as an app Oh, yeah. the reason why it's why it's addictive is because you have a you have a set of people who are learning together and you 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 get feedback from each other you get motivated by the other streets right so we tried the simulating something similar in in the learning environment in the technical learning environment and then in the last 5 years i've done something which is a, a creating a gig workforce within uh, wipro so that's been my experience so far and right now last one month i joined nascom uh, reskilling to reskill uh, indians in the latest digital technology so that we become the digital talent hub wow that was amazing and very interesting to hear about so can move on to the first question which is uh, please share some insights on why exactly you chose the career in the tech industry So as I said, I it was not planned. <laughs> I wanted to do literature. <laughs> I wanted to do literature, and I was I never thought I'll have anything to do with technology. But maths was something which was always uh, very interesting for me. 
And uh, because I was good in maths, I was also, uh, I used to get good marks in physics also. In chemistry, I had some amazing teachers. So as all of my friends started writing uh, all these engineering entrance examination, I also wrote and I got. So it's as accidental as that. <laughs> and at every point of time, I've also thought, why am I here? Maybe I should be doing something else. From childhood, I had only one thing to do. Uh, how do I, how do I create a, a, how do how do I make the society better? How do I impact the people whom I am in touch with? So, if I had a purpose in my life, that is, anybody whom I meet should have should learn something from me, or I should be able to do something to them which is which is which is doing good to them. So that's been the only thing. So technology was just accidental. <laughs> and uh, so yeah not a typical answer you'll get <laughs> but that way uh, technology has helped shape uh, the social part of our country so much and through which we can help so many people in the world yeah the second question is what's one piece of advice you wish someone gave to you in the beginning of your career don't be afraid of failing Exactly. Yeah, you keep hearing it a lot, but uh, when you have to pick up something, uh, the advice that you get is, "Are you good in that? Right? Are you good in that? You think you can? Uh, you think you can do well in that? What is your uh, aspiration? What do you want to do? Right? You don't have to. You get an opportunity. Any opportunity that you get, you try your hands at it because you don't know where." your passion lies and I still don't know I'm turning 50 this year and I still don't know whether what I'm doing is my right uh, experience or am I having experience I mean expertise somewhere else it's glad to hear that since so many of us are uh, struggling with the exact same uh, the third question is uh, can you please tell us about the future skills initiatives taken up by NASCOM and how to take advantage of these initiatives it's, it, it's, it's a very interesting thing that the government has done. So this is an initiative by Ministry of Electronics and IT and NASCOM is executing it. What they're trying to do is uh, work with industry and understand what the industry needs in the next few years, right? And also the long-term future. And then ask them to give training material. The industry is either sourcing the training material or reviewing the training materials that are already available. So there is a platform called Future Skills Prime where any Indian citizen can log in and learn fundamentals of a lot of technologies for free. If you, if you decide, so after that, if you decide that you want to do deep skilling in that, some of those courses are paid. But even those paid courses, you get a government incentive of 50% of the course fee. So it's, it's really good. And to start with, now, as you said, you really don't know whether you should be go taking up a career in artificial intelligence or cybersecurity or cloud computing. You hear all these buzzwords, right? Yes. So if there is a competency diagnostics in the platform, which will tell you what your aptitude is. Right? You can take a diagnostics and see how, how do I fit into this. Right. So that, that's an interesting thing that you should try. That is like very informative. I learned so much from that. So, uh, how can we as students contribute to NASCOM skill initiatives at a national level? 
Okay, so have you uh, have you used any online learning platforms, ma'am, sir? Oh yeah, I have any? used some. The website called Khan Academy is one which I use a lot. Okay. okay. So uh, let's see, Khan Academy is more about uh, if you have doubt in something, you go and take up. Uh, I mean, you you can look look at the this thing, right? So have you used have you joined any courses in Udemy or any oh, yeah. of those? I did I, in fact take a coding Python course on Udemy a year ago. Yeah. So okay. I, and did you complete it? Almost. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so so that is the problem that we have. Right? right because life happens after you pick up a course so yeah. what do what do what should be done i'm sure there are some people who are like really um, they are committed to what they say and they somehow find time in doing these things right so yeah. if we, if you as students let's say you you make a group like a study group right i'm i'm sure you will have study groups for learning things that you have to write exams on Right? For your school subjects, you will have study groups. Create such study groups, but do things which are beyond your current syllabus. Look for things that are happening, okay? And, and help each other in learning, right? So that's one thing that you can do. So that you, all of you together, becomes more skilled than what you are currently. That is one thing. Second thing is, identify, keep your eyes and ears open and identify what are the problems that people are facing today, right? Because I'll, I'll make you do a simple exercise, okay? So let, let's do, um, okay, so I see a yellow room behind you. So I'll give you 15 seconds, right? I'll give you 15 seconds. You look in your room, okay? And uh, find things that are of red color. 15 seconds, okay? Multiple things. All red, multiple things. So if you find five books, count five books, okay? Okay, five more seconds. Enough, enough, you just sit there and see. Okay? Yeah. Okay, done, 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 done. Okay, now you close your eyes. Okay. Now you tell me how many... Uh, black things were there in your room. Oh, How many can you remember? Uh, I have my watch. Then hmm. my... I okay, think so you have a number. You have a number. Now you open your eyes and see how many black things were there. Oh, there's a rubber band, my phone. <laughs> Almost four yeah. black things. Your my top... Your top, yeah. I can see a guitar. <laughs> okay, so there were at least double that you can you could think of, right? Exactly. So that's what happens. That's what happens. So when you study for, let's say you're studying for uh, your exams, you have a syllabus. You only look for things within that, right? There's so many other learning opportunities that you have which you miss out because you're very focused on that one particular thing. And so in between, form groups and try and learn something just for the sake of learning, right? It may not be something that is there in your syllabus, but it is yeah. something which is, which is there. I mean, you, you hear so many things, right? It could even be in any kind of skilling. It could be related to arts, it could be anything, but it'll come in handy one day. And also look for problems that people are facing. 
right? Even let's say you, we are using Zoom here. So what is the problem that people face when they when they use when you when you have to set up this uh, meeting and you send me an invite? What could have been done better, right? right? How do you? Is there any problem? So keep an eye for that. So two things: one is form study groups, learn things which are not part of your syllabus. Second, do things which are find out problems, and then one day you'll be able to solve it. Yeah, that made so much sense, and the activity like really opened my mind. And yeah. what advice do you want to give to aspiring students who would like to pursue a career in the technology or computer science space? Okay. So going forward, I mean, although I said I wanted to do literature, uh, I think going forward, computers or the, the world digital, right? The, the way we do things, that's going to be another language. So whatever you're doing, let's say even if you're a musician, there is no shying away from technology. So anything, so even people who are, let's say somebody studying economics and history in your school, you should tell them to learn basics of computer, cyber, I mean, everything related to cybersecurity. What is cybersecurity and what should they know, right? So they should be digitally fluent, right? It's, it's becoming a language. It's like how you learn English, you also have to learn digital. So that's one thing, regardless of whether you want to pursue a career in computers or not. Right? That's going to be, technology is going to, be, going to be the backbone of everything. And if you really want to contribute into technology, learn the fundamentals. Don't go for the fancy things like AI, ML, Python. No, not required. Learn fundamentals, learn algorithms, how to, how to, how to solve problems, how to think from different perspectives. That, that's what is required for future because we don't know what is required five years. You will be joining the workforce, let's say five years down the line. I don't know what is the technology that will be prevalent at that time. I don't know what kind of jobs you're going to get. The only thing I can tell you is if you know how to solve problems, you'll be able to do whatever is that you'll be able to learn and do. Uh, I agree with that a lot. Yeah. The, the next question is, what is one thing you would like to change in the technology industry to empower girls more? I think we should stop um, identifying uh, the developers using gender. This, this, this it doesn't, right. doesn't matter actually. The more you start thinking of, oh, okay, girls, boys, and you, you start thinking of all those things, it doesn't matter. I think we should stop talking about it. Maybe to some extent, you will have to uh, encourage them more. And, and like the way I, I like the way how you said saying you need to have you need to talk to more women to understand that okay, it's a career that is possible for even women. And maybe create platforms where they can air their uh, queries, doubts, apprehensions, right? So so that somebody can answer them. So today a lot of people assume things and then just they shut off saying no, this is not for me. Right. Yeah. Uh, the next question is, uh, since in many countries there is actually a low representation of women in leadership roles compared to men in the tech industry, so uh, can you please share your views on this and what needs to be done to ensure they have more leadership roles? I think it is, it's about uh, making them stick to the career, right? Mostly we see that uh, 
after some three, four years, maybe five years is when women drop out of career. So what happens is there are no, not enough women in the senior position so that they can be made leaders. So it's not about uh, anything else. It's just that they, they're not there. Right? So that's one thing. So we should, we should make sure that they are not dropping out or find ways to bring them back. Yeah. So that, that, that's definitely one thing. And uh, we also need to say that, okay, women, probably there is some fundamental wiring difference. So the way they tell things, the, the way they articulate, the way they respond to situations may be different. And it is okay. There's no one way of solving problems. So the ones who are giving such leadership roles to women should consider those also. Yeah, that makes so much sense. Well, that, that advice would actually help a lot of women um, get more leadership roles. Yeah, so with that question, uh, we mark the end of our interview. So thank you so much, Natavam, for taking time out of your day and being part of this interview and sharing all your thoughts and experiences and opinions with our audience. Thank you so much, Mansa. All the best for you and everybody who's listening. If you have any doubts, please do reach out to me. Uh, would you like to share any of the ways where they can reach out to you? Reach out. LinkedIn, Smita Kumar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank yeah. you so much. So, come on. <laughs>